Hey everyone, it's Pacific. A few quick notes, and then this week's episode. First things first, we have a Patreon. There you can get access to ad-free and intro-free episodes, uh, bonus episodes, a bunch of cool merch, and much, much more. I recently revamped our Patreon, so now we're going to start uploading some new content as well, like monthly behind-the-scenes live streams and videos. Uh, the first of which is going to come out probably next week. So if you're interested in catching that, uh, hearing your name at the beginning of an episode, getting access to, like I said, ad-free and bonus episodes, or getting a bunch of cool merch like mugs, posters, stickers, t-shirts, and more, find us at patreon.com scp underscore pod. Second, um, over the last few months, I've been doing a bunch of community nights. Uh, some of which have been voice chats, uh, some of which are video games. Uh, we are still doing those, and I do encourage you to join us. If you're interested, there's a link to our Discord in the description below. On that note, I do want to give a shout out to some of the people who have joined us for those very long voice calls and community nights, namely our Minecraft players, which means you, Astro Birdie, Chernobyl Scientist, Lom the Wise, Owl, and the Overlord. Thanks, guys. It's been a lot of fun playing with you, and uh, I'm looking forward to even more community nights. And I think you'll enjoy this episode, too. And last but certainly not least, this week's patrons. You guys make the show possible, and we couldn't do it without you. So, thank you. Murray Grant St. John, Jeremy Renshaw, Aaron Wint, and Elsie Smith. And now, without further ado, this week's episode. Warning. The Foundation database is classified. Unauthorized access will result in detainment. Within this archive, you'll find the procedures, descriptions, and accounts of the most notorious anomalies we've encountered to date. Secure. Contain. Protect. Item number. SCP-4335. Object Class, Keter. Special Containment Procedures. The server in which SCP-4335 is contained has had its original inhabitants removed and amnestitized. In Site M1 has been constructed SCP-4335's location. Site M1 consists of several rooms filled with vital materials needed to contain SCP-4335, chests filled with books that contain SCP-4335's containment procedures, several animal farms for the breeding and the killing of animals for their food, the entrance to a mine. Chests filled with books that contain information to civilians in the event that SCP-4335's containment staff are compromised and they manage to join the server. SCP-4335's containment area. Currently, SCP-4335's containment area consists of three hollow cubes, with the outermost cube being 75 by 75 by 75 blocks, the inner cube being 55 by 55 by 55 blocks, and the innermost cube being 25 by 25 by 25 blocks. All of these cubes are being constructed out of iron blocks. The outermost cube is completely filled with water, and several dispensers capable of rapidly dispensing large amounts of items in a short amount of time line the cube. The inner cube has four mob farms. Each mob farm consists of two levels, the upper level and lower level, which are both measured as 8 by 8 by 2 each. Each mob farm has a single dummy account, 25 blocks above it to keep it operating and allowing it to function indefinitely. The upper level is at a low light level to allow the spawning of monsters. 
and is water placed on each block at the edges of the room. A 5x5 five five hole has been created in the floor to allow water and monsters to fall into the lower level. The lower level consists of a floor constructed out of magma blocks, which damage any entity standing on it, as well as a single one block wide hole in the center of the room. Additionally, the floor is also covered in some pressure plates, which when stepped on activate one of four dispensers, which are placed within the center of each wall. Each dispenser is loaded with arrows, and shoot at monsters traveling toward the center hole. This must be restocked by members of SCP-4335's containment team. During this time, most monsters drop items upon their death. These items enter the center hole, where it then enters a pipe filled with more flowing water. This pipe exits out of the inner cube and enters the innermost cube, where it connects to SCP-4335's containment chamber. These items will be consumed by SCP-4335. The innermost cube consists of SCP-4335's main containment chamber, which is a 5x5x5 five by five by five cube made out of obsidian, one of the most durable materials in the game. Water is to cover the entirety of this chamber at all times, and a ring of powered redstone lamps is to line the top of the chamber. In the event of structural collapse of SCP-4335's containment chamber, the roof of the innermost cube will be destroyed via TNT blocks that are all ignited simultaneously, revealing a thin layer of lava that completely covers the room, temporarily stunning SCP-4335. During this time, at least three personnel training class virgin cognito hazard resistance training are to enter the innermost cube under the effects of the fire resistant potion, using the low visibility of being submerged in lava to prevent unnecessary observation of SCP-4335. They are to repair SCP-4335's containment chamber, repair the ceiling, as well as repair the ceiling in the inner chamber if applicable. Then, personnel are to throw several ender pearls into SCP-4335, all while guiding it into its containment chamber and seal it with obsidian. The pipes are to be rebuilt immediately, the lava is to be cleared, and the failsafe mechanism is to be rebuilt. In the event this fails and SCP-4335 manages to escape the innermost cube, personnel are advised to consistently taunt and insult SCP-4335 and attempt to bring it back to the innermost cube. If this fails and SCP-4335 manages to escape Site M1 entirely, preparations are to be made for SCP-4335 to transport itself into a new server. For more information on the containment of SCP-4335 in an entirely new world, see document 11.24. All personnel assigned to SCP-4335's containment are to undergo standard mental evaluations once a month. Any deviations beyond CIS-76.333 is to be considered severely contaminated by cognitohazardous phenomenon, as under document 5312-AYB, Class E protocols, and removed from the project. Containment of SCP-335-1 is currently unnecessary. Description SCP-4335 is an anomalous entity residing within the extremely popular survival game Minecraft, created by Swedish video game designer Marcus Pearson, and later developed by Mojang AB. SCP-4335 has certain anomalous properties, but otherwise behaves as an entity within the game. SCP-4335 itself resembles a normal player model, and its entire body is black in color. SCP-4335 is capable of moving at approximately 0.5 to 5 blocks per second, but will not move at all a majority of the time. If command blocks, creative mode, or server commands are ever enabled in a server with SCP-4335, the server will instantly shut down, and SCP-4335 will move to a different server. SCP-4335 is almost completely covered in a thick cloud of smoke particles and an unknown number of tendrils that protrude from the entity. These tendrils will occasionally patrol the area around SCP-4335, 
When any block or item is within 5 blocks length of SCP-4335, the nearest tendril will instantly destroy the block or item. SCP-4335 will strike the block or item that is closest to it. After this, SCP-4335 will curl the tendrils into the smoke for 10 to 15 seconds, and then return to its original location. This process prevents SCP-4335 from moving. It has been revealed that SCP-4335 analyzes and consumes the block or item it destroyed. Once a block or item has been consumed, SCP-4335 will grow in size by the amount equal to the rarity of the object it destroyed. If SCP-4335 reaches 500 blocks in size, it will leave its current server, and will manifest in a random single-player or multiplayer server while still retaining its size, changing servers every 50 blocks. However, if SCP-4335 is continuously fed blocks or items before it is finished, it will never grow in size. If an ender pearl is thrown at SCP-4335 while its size is increased, it will begin to shrink until it's back to its original size. SCP-4335 is a virgin-class multi-sensory cognitohazard. Viewing SCP-4335 without protective measures will cause auditory and visual hallucinations. More information regarding this can be found within document 3613.777 or within SCP-4335's initial recovery log. Additionally, SCP-4335 is capable of telepathic speech with humans whose player characters are nearby it, and is capable of hearing subjects in the physical world despite being within a video game. Addendum 2531-999 SCP-4335 was discovered on June 5, 2010, nearly a week after the official launch of Minecraft's alpha version. SCP-4335 manifested within a single-player world being played by user Leaking Heart. The following is the initial contact log by Mobile Task Force Edna-84, dubbed and thus upon his crucible. This log includes the voices of Richard Ducamp, designated A1, Jason Yelson as A2, and Sheila Freemason as A3. All right, everyone. Potentially cognito hazardous entity residing within this game. Nothing we can't handle. Yeah. Can't be worse than any of the other video game anomalies. Anyway, start the game. Yep. Each person logs into the game and uses developer tools in order to join the server SCP-4335 is located on. Man, they weren't kidding. Yeah, yeah, save the jokes for later. We need to locate the entity. Get going. The team searches a nearby area for signs of SCP-4335. Eventually they discover a house constructed nearby the ocean. I assume... Yes, this should be the player's house. Most definitely. Talk to him. Hey, Leaking Heart, where are you? Who the fuck are you guys? How did you get here? Make up some sort of excuse about not knowing how you got here. Well, me and my friends were trying to join a server, but we noticed that you were already in this one. This is a single player server? How the hell? Never mind that, we're finding a creature of sorts that should have landed here. What are you talking about? We heard rumors that a mythical beast of sorts was added into Minecraft with the new update. Have you seen it? Hello? He left. Looks like it. A loud explosion is heard east of the team's current location, originating from the in-game audio. This way. The team rapidly makes their way towards the explosion, grabbing several dirt blocks on their way. Remember, limit observation. The team arrives at a forest biome where they spot a large crater in the distance. If the explosion is anything to go by, 
it's in the crater. Secure the perimeter. The team begins to place dirt blocks around the crater to act as a fence. Then block the hole completely with dirt without looking into it. The entity should be down there. Mm-hmm. It's probably a good idea to get settled in and get resources before testing the entity and figure out how we want to permanently contain it. All right. Extraneous information expunged. A small wooden building has been erected near the site, equipped with several chests filled with iron ore, cobblestone, and various wooden tools, a furnace, currently cooking raw beef, and a window overlooking the crash site. I'm going to have a quick peek at the entity to see if it's still down there. Oh, wait. Richard? Before A2 can say more, A1 breaks a single block and looks into the pit. He becomes startled at first. Ugh, I need to... Fuck, he's gone. Help me. A2 and A3 attack A1, attempting to move them away to a different location. But A1 keeps attempting to go to the hole. Why are you guys... Get away from there? You're hallucinating. It's a cog has. What? A1 moves away from the pit successfully. A1 looks at his keyboard in confusion. Okay, if we put you under quarantine, you'll be fine. Guys, uh, what, what the fuck? I'm pressing buttons and I'm stuck staring at the hole. A1 continuously presses random buttons on his keyboard all of them moving his in-game character sporadically. A2 unplugs A1's computer. Is this a technical issue? He was moving fine on my end. No, the game is still running fine. Fuck, 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 fuck. My keyboard is corroding. Can, can, can you confirm? Negative. The sh- The screen, it's melting too. It's melting like wax, oh god! Security! Security enter the room and grab A1 and bring him into a nearby room. Addendum 3366-142. Once A1 was placed under quarantine, Jason Yeltsin became the lead researcher regarding SCP-4335's containment. The following is an attempt to communicate upon initial containment, which consisted of a large chamber filled with lava. Jason Yeltsin communicated with SCP-4335 and recorded SCP-4335's speech after the conversation. Hello, SCP-335. The entity is silent for several seconds. Are... Are you speaking to me? Yes, I am. Are you humanity? Me? Well, no, but I'm a representative of it. Perfect. It worked. Huh? This is the correct location, yes? I do not know what you mean. Where I am supposed to fall. This is Earth, yes? Not exactly. Explain. You are humanity, are you not? You're in a video game. You're in something humans play for fun. Video game. Fun. Yes. I must think about this for a while. SCP-4335 was granted approximately 15 hours to itself before it wished to speak again. Hello again. Hello? So, humans are a species of sapience and greed. They play little devices that simulate a world unlike their own, to escape the harsh reality of their own. This is correct, yes? Yes. So, this is a false reality. Yes? One created in the shadow of yours. I mean... It is so. This world still provides enough sustenance. I will travel to your world and resume my activities there. What is your purpose? It shall be done. 
Hey everyone, it's Pacific here with a quick ad break. All right, that's it. Thanks for listening, and I hope you enjoy the rest of the episode. Addendum 1810-689. Several months after SCP-4335's first formal containment procedures were developed, on November 27, 2010, SCP-4335 managed to breach containment of its chamber, alerting all nearby containment staff by saying, And so my prison breaks, before destroying the nearby area and subsequently transporting itself to an entirely new server. After approximately two hours of metadata calculations, SCP-4335's new server was discovered, and MTF Adna-84 was sent to contain the anomaly once again. All of SCP-4335's containment staff left the server, and attempted to enter the server that SCP-4335 entered. In this log, Dylan Diedrich is assigned A1, as before, Jason Yeltsin is A2, and A3 is Sheila Freemason. All right. 4335 transported itself. You all know the drill. Right. Let's go. The team enters the multiplayer server that SCP-4335 currently resides in. Spread out. The team goes in different directions in an attempt to locate SCP-4335. I found a wooden house. Anything inside it? Uh, just a furnace and a door. Okay. You're probably close to the player's locations. Probably a starter house. Talk to them. Who the fuck are you? Hello? Who are you? One of them is feisty. I'll give them that. Hello. I wanted to join a multiplayer map, and somehow, you were already on one. Ah, I see. We don't want any! Get off my lawn! Ignore my friend here. Great! Now, have you seen anything crazy recently? Well, we heard a huge explosion up ahead this way near our old shack. I think I saw that one. You saw it where? I think due west. Probably a monster rave, to be quite honest. The team rendezvous is at their original spawn location, then head west, running by the wooden shack that was discovered by A2. Grieben's character model is seen in the distance. That was quick. Yes. Where was the explosion? God, you guys must be robots with those names. This way. The team follows Grieben to a giant cave. Smoke particles pour out of the cave's entrance. Get back. 4335 is in that cave. How are we going to stop these two from entering the cave? Uh... Grebent and Albuquerque enter the cave, until their player models are completely obscured by smoke. Shit. Put on your blindfolds and collect a lot of dirt. Before the team can equip their blindfolds, Grebent and Albuquerque exit the cave, running towards a team. I wouldn't recommend that, honestly. 13, 42, 15, 11, 44, 24, 34... 33. The two players leave the general area, heading back towards their wooden structure. <sighs> Hold on. A2 types out a string of mimetic agents capable of inducing catatonia within non-inoculated individuals. The player sees all movement and communication. You guys wait in the other room and recover for a second. I'll lock it in. A1 and A2 nod and leave the room within the real world. A3 approaches the cave, using the smoke to limit as much direct observation as possible with SCP-4335 and proceeds to put on a blindfold. Another one. I see humanity is restless when it comes to my kind. A3 closes the entrance to the cave with dirt blocks and calls for the rest of her team. A1 and A2 re-enter the room. It's contained. It's, I don't know, roughly 65 blocks in height and width? Very big. 
Good job. What are we going to do about the other players? Same thing we always do. Amnesticize them and kick them from the server. Yeah, right. The two player characters are transported out of the game. Work on SCP-4335's new containment chamber is underway. Addendum 7415-365. The following is a communication attempt between lead researcher Jason Yeltsin, A2, and SCP-4335, approximately eight to nine months after it was contained. Hello. Hello again. I am very impressed by your tenacity. You have quickly figured out my weakness, have you not? Hmm, well, it seems so. I suppose you want to know information regarding me. So I shall reward you with the tale of my origin. Yes. Uh, that would be appreciated, yes. Very well. I have no name, and I had no birth. I apologize. That is not the correct word to use. I have no name, and I have no creator. Do you know what creation is, Jason? Uh, something that is built and brought to this universe by a sapient being using other things from the universe? You are correct, yes. No sapient being shaped me. I was spawned outside this universe, in a land of flying quarks and photons. After billions of lifetimes, the protons and electrons that comprised that empty land built on top of each other, and slowly, but surely, I came into existence. I was a greasy slab of matter in the land of no material things. This makes sense, yes? Yes. Please continue. The land I was manifested within looked over your universe, like a child looks upon a snow globe. I cannot see like humanity does. I saw a field of green, surrounded by a sea of black. I could see creation. There were lakes of creation near the main mass, but within your universe. I saw a creation utopia. I was interested. I scraped myself off my own plane of existence and took the plunge. SCP-4335 is silent for several seconds. I must have missed the land of creation somehow, and ended up within this... game. It's but a setback, yes? I suppose so. What do you wish to do with our universe, if you manage to arrive here? I do not like to lie, so I will tell you now. I wish to suck it dry of the toys of whatever force controls your universe. Destroy the light, destroy the earth, and destroy humanity. It reminded me... of me. A blubbering mass of intelligence and order. It sickens me in ways I cannot comprehend. I hope you understand. I... see. Ah. I see it's almost the 9th of September. Hmm? Jason begins to suffer cognitohazardous effects, despite not directly observing SCP-4335. Would you tell me today's date? No, we will not divulge that information. Suit yourself. Let me see for myself. 30 seconds pass. Uh? 15 seconds until midnight. How coincidental. 
Jason begins to perceive his computer monitor deteriorating. What the? A tendril rapidly extends from the smoke, nearly striking Jason's player character. Jason begins to hyperventilate. What did you? Suddenly, several extremely tall, thin, and black entities manifest near Jason's player character. Break me out of this prison, children, and hasten the cycle further. Jason manages to fend off the attacking creatures before they can pick up blocks and compromise SCP-4335's containment. Jason quickly leaves the area, logs off the game, and submits himself to quarantine. Soon after the incident, reports of the thin black entities that are capable of picking up blocks were heard from large amounts of players. The O5 Council made contact with Mojang AB, the current developers of Minecraft. The O5 Council decided to intentionally introduce SCP-4335-1 instances into the next update of the game as a new non-anomalous monster. Further information regarding interactions between Mojang and the Foundation is level 5 classified. Researcher note from researcher and lead creative designer Jens Bergenston. I'm attaching my hypothesis here for visibility with permission from lead researcher Yelson. From past interviews, we can assume SCP-335's general origins, whether it's lying or not is uncertain, but for the sake of our mission, we will assume it isn't. But we'll take caution regarding its information. It states it lives in a dimension above ours, comparing it to a child looking upon a snow globe. It was born in a land filled with nothing, and came down to Earth to consume our creation. It describes creation as things with green energy, for lack of a better term. It believes it was trapped intentionally to impede its progress. However, I have a theory. I believe procedural generation does not count as creation to this entity, as it is not specifically created by a sapient being. Instead, procedural generation is a set of rules for a computer, which currently are not sapient. Why did it land inside Minecraft? Well, I still believe that the set of rules that are inputted to create Minecraft worlds are considered creation and every single block in each world is considered a human's creation. But still, it should be a speck compared to the skyscrapers and buildings humans have created, yes? Well, Minecraft is the most popular game of all time. It was also extremely popular and one of a kind when it first released to the public. And people used procedural generated worlds and created millions of things. Every small wooden house, every fountain, every crater, and every castle. So that begs the question, where are we on this scale? Why couldn't the entity see our universe? Was it hidden? Did it just get lucky? Well, I believe God does exist, but in a different sense. And not in the form we think. Minecraft isn't just full of creation. Our universe is also devoid of it. SCP-4335 was written by Westron. Our narrator and host is John Grills. A1 was played by Russell Moore. A2 was played by Jesse Hall. A3 was played by Danielle Hewitt. Leaking Heart was played by Sid Mao. Albuquerque was played by Claudia Amenabar. Grebent was played by Atticus Jackson. Dylan Diederich was played by Pacific S. Obadiah and SCP-4335 was played by Graham Rowe. Our music is by the incredible Tom Rory Parsons, and I'm your showrunner and sound designer, Pacific S. Obadiah. Our producer is Tom Owen, and this is a bloody disgusting show. 
For more information, visit bloody-disgusting.com. Murder in America is a true crime podcast that covers stories from all 50 states, including stories of mass shootings, serial killers, and lesser-known murders. Do you find yourself doing more research after listening to a true crime show? Well, Courtney and I used to do the same thing, and that's why we created Murder in America. Our podcast dives deep into each case. Our storytelling will make you feel like you're right there within the case with us, watching it all play out, and we do not shy away from the graphic details. If you're a fan of true crime, then listen to Murder in America on Spotify now. Every town has its dark history. Hometown Ghost Stories is a paranormal podcast that goes town to town all across the globe, exploring the world's most haunted places, tapping into the dusty archives and the darkest corners to bring you the most terrifying stories of real people and their harrowing experiences. Hometown Ghost Stories dives into the history of haunted locations and investigates why and how these places earned their terrifying reputation. Rob, Dave, and Jesse go live every Tuesday night after an uninterrupted documentary-style breakdown on the case, followed by an open discussion with live viewers. Subscribe today to listen to Hometown Ghost Stories on your preferred podcast platform or watch the video version on YouTube and now Spotify. Head on over to the Bloody FM Podcast Network and check out Hometown Ghost Stories, if you're brave enough. (laughs) 